Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Hold up. Can we just smoke up I'm so You ain't got no job. You ain't got shit to do. Oh, yeah. And we know a lot of people got jobs around here, but we appreciate you acting like you ain't got shit to do and joining in for the Tuesday Wake and Bake Sesh. Hey, look. A motherfucker might not have a job, but we definitely moving work, B. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, time out. Antonio in the house. What up? Just locked in my pick and Debo. Hit up at uh, my world. Tag him. Let him know he's on. <coughs> in the house. Yeah, what up? What up, son? What up, Antonio? And Chase in the house. At Buenos dias. What up? Mui. All right. All right, here we go. So the wake and bake session for the off season, you know, we're just kind of off the rails, um, you know, just talking about whatever is going down. But this is now officially the fantasy football wake and bake session for the season. All right, you ready for it? Let's hear it. I can't stand these August motherfuckers coming out of nowhere in August trying to tell me some shit that they think I should know. (laughs) <laughs> like how it's good like, Damian Pierce is? just showed up in August. Don't try to tell me about how much you like. How about, you know, I like Justin Jefferson to be the number one receiver. Oh, really, bro? Really? <laughs> in August, they just come up with this thing. Okay. Oh, yeah. Austin in the house said, yo, fellas, bogey the stogie in the building. There we go. He's got a new hey, nickname. Hey. <laughs> yeah. I've been called many things, and that one did not offend me at all. Yeah, yeah. Antonio said you just sniped me in the Debo League. Let's get it. Daryl Henderson in the 12th round. Seems like good money right there. I mean, shit, sure, man. He he probably the 1A in like a, uh, in like a 55-45 split. 55! Right? <laughs> <laughs> we got to get to record us doing it. Yeah, we got to get the drop because, I mean, okay, so I, have you even seen a movie with that in it? I know you have, but can you Yeah, remember? come on, Back to the Future. Okay, all right, just, just, just making sure. That's that like the only, that's like the, what's that, I mean, that band, see, back in the 80s, you could have a band that'll, like, commission a whole fucking Album. movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right? What like, up, uh, Matt? Matt in the house, what up? 
What up? Like, remember uh, Chicago, the band Chicago? Okay. You know, I'll be the one who will fight for your honor. You know, he did all the fucking, the Karate Kid movie joints. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, how you, that's how you knew Daniel LaRusso was soft, B. Did he do the You're the Best? Was that them? Nah, that was a... See, they're whack then. They didn't even do the tightest one from the whole fucking I mean, but see, that was... See, that's the thing, because that was probably the B-side song, but they didn't realize that was going to be the one. You know what I mean? Yeah, they didn't know that that was going to be the one when he was kicking everyone's ass. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that real Nothing's going to never keep me down. That 80s montage song. You got to have an 80s montage. I mean, classic 80s movie. Okay, let's get into that. <laughs> right? Let's hear All it. You and know, Matt, I, like the, I like the double wide receiver. I like it. I'm a fan of it. As long as you don't go crazy zero RB, because I don't like zero RB. Got to have at least one RB in the first three rounds for sure. Yeah, we, yeah, we like the hero. Going hero. We, we, we go with the hero sub. And Austin, shout out for the super chat. Yeah. Said, missed you guys. Had a lot going on the last six months. Happy fantasy football season is back. Let's get it. Yeah, man. Hey. Well, you know what? Hopefully, everything's okay for you. You know what I mean? If you, if, you, if you know anything about us, you know, we live by a saying, bro. It only gets better. You know what I mean? Welcome back. You know what I'm saying? We're going to get it. Yeah. Hey, hold on. The montages, bro. That's got it. one. The Rock, in Rocky, obviously, we know, you know, you know, the one with the trumpet joint, you know, the theme song. You feel me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But... In the joint, when he's training with Apollo Creed, and they're running on the beach, yeah, and, oh, yeah. you know what I'm talking about. I am the tiger. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Bruh, like that's probably like the montage to end all montages. I'm glad you brought up Rocky because I was at okay, um, at my older cousin's house, and he's like second cousin, you know, he's a generation above me, he's my dad's, you know, generation, and he's like 10 years older than my dad. So it's funny because he's telling me he was like, I knew your grandma, your grandpa, you know, when they were all in their 20s, you know, it was, it was way different, you know, back then. And it's funny because apparently I, my grandpa died on my dad's side when I was like four or three, four years old. I didn't know him. I remember like Tiny, tiny little things of me going to their house. But apparently, well, we already know about him being the boxer. I told you about that. But yeah, apparently, yeah. he had swag for days. Just back in the day, he always had the dope fedora hat, always had some fucking alligator shoes on, always nice. had like some Robert Graham style shirts on. You know, he said it was always like some purple, green, got some, some one of one shit. <laughs> so, that, that's where I guess I got a lot of my swag, even though nobody kind of like put that on me, but maybe that's where a lot of it came from. It's crazy. Bro, this, shit is this shit is hereditary, bro. Oh, yeah. And the crazy thing, too, hearing more about the stories. So he trained so many people to, to box for TV or movies. So that was his thing. He had uh, he had a gym in Compton back in the day. And Rocky Three, when they go back to L.A. Oh, you didn't know what about it. That's an homage to his gym. Oh, wow. Yeah. And uh, and um, it was, uh, I mean, just hearing more and more of these stories just uh, just gets crazy. But just imagine, you know, like Rocky didn't know. I mean, yeah, maybe he knew how to box a little bit. But you had to learn how to box for the movies. You had to learn how to box for the cameras and not knock a motherfucker out. <laughs> and uh, Muhammad Ali was another one. 
who uh, who he trained uh, to fight uh, for the TVs or movies, and uh, told he told me this story. My my cousin, where they went to the what was it, the Olympic Auditorium or something in L.A. And he said that my grandfather walks in. He said he's only like eleven or twelve. And he was like, everybody who's everybody came up to say what up to him. Just like everything I talk about, about Hess going to these cannabis events. Yeah, That was my grandpa going to these boxing events. And he said, Muhammad Ali came out of his way. And this is in the fifties. So he's not even, you know, all the way Muhammad Ali, you know, at this point. And um, he's still cashless. Oh yeah. He's still cashless at that point. I would not be called by that name for that name is a slave name. And I am (laughs) Muhammad. (laughs) <laughs> and I'm watching the Bumpy Johnson story right now too. So getting to see all that backstory of all that. Yeah, because <laughs> the nation of Islam was heavy in Harlem and Philly, um, uh, Oakland, you know what I mean? Chicago. <laughs> you feel me? <coughs> Baltimore. Oh, yeah. you know what I mean? <coughs> Hell yeah. No, but uh, what's the, what's that? Uh, another good montage is um, anytime people are like doing their own version of Rocky. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, because uh, because what's it called? Um, you really? We have, uh, well, Scarface. How about that? That's a dope ass eighties montage. Yeah, hell yeah! You with the one with the sense that push it, push it to the limit. Oh, you know, yeah. <laughs> well, they're, they're, move, they're moving all the work, they're fucking bringing all the duffel bags to the bank and all that shit, and counting the money. Put yeah. it to the limit. <laughs> oh, that shit. <laughs> hey, what's that other one they had in there? Uh, running, they used it in Vice City long time ago. Oh man, Vice City, uh, was- uh, I gotta get away. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Yeah, there's so many different ones because I remember uh, the video killed the radio star. That was a big one on Vice City. Oh yeah. Hey, do you remember the the, the presidents of the United States? Uh, the band. Uh uh-uh. uh So there was a band. Their their name was Presidents of the United States, and they did a cover of a uh, video killed the radio star. Okay. No, didn't. Uh, awesome. So that was like the version I was exposed to in the nineties. You know what I mean? Okay. Then when I heard the original, I was like, oh, shit. Because I thought, because the presidents of the United States, first of all, 90s was nuts. Oh, yeah. Like, we can go down that rabbit hole quick. Like, I, I loved all genres of music. Yeah. And, like, I got into, like, rock and motherfucking punk rock. You know what I'm saying? I was always fucking with rap and shit. You know, we're from the Bay. So, like, my older, my sister was, like, nine years older than me. So, like, she would be the one that would think I'm a weirdo because I used to listen to all this rock and shit. Yeah. But, like. I never like, listen to rock except except some top songs, you know. Like well, I, I, don't, see, I never like I like, <laughs> like Roxanne, like the Police and Roxanne. I don't know why that was always one of my favorite songs. Hey, cause that shit goes hard. <laughs> no, hey, look at this. Hold on, I got all my isms from music to the, the ones I discovered on my own. I got it from Beavis and Butthead because Beavis <laughs> and Butthead they would watch music videos. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's so, that's so funny. Like MTV, they were just keeping it on brand. You make sure to mix in a couple random. Yeah. It was always random. Did you ever know any of the like songs that they were playing? No, but see, this is what's brilliant about it because 
it, uh, so the dude who created Beavis and Butt, he was a Harvey grad, and that was part of the MTV's thing. Was like, yo, you gotta show, you know, X amount of, you know, some type of music content. So it was dope because he was like, yeah, I'm, you know, these are the bands he liked. Like, so I was exposed to like Soundgarden, and and Nirvana, and Smashing Pumpkins, and Weezer, and Green Day. He's like all like, I all from Beavis and Butt. Yeah. And then occasionally they they watch some rap shit. It's like Cypress Hill. You know, obviously Snoop in them yeah. in the 90s. Because I knew about, like, Bay shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mom, just, it was all about local shit growing up. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then, bruh, like, <coughs> president <laughs> presidents of the United States, fucking, <coughs> do you remember that song? Uh, remember Offspring? Uh, Life yeah. White guy? Yeah, yeah. So before that, before he went, like, pop and shit, like, what was crazy, TRL kind of changed the game. Because now, like, if you're an underground band, if you can get a hit on TRL, like, you're a commercial, you know what I mean? If you could get a hit on TRL. I mean, it's funny, because I really thought that that shit was an actual... I didn't know that that shit was rigged, and it was just... Hold on, no, it was rigged? Fuck that. Yeah, I found out about that. It was oh, whoever... Oh, come on. You're, you're whoever, breaking my little MTV heart. Whoever paid the most money was going to have the number one spot. And it was all these record labels who were just paying money. So you to mean to tell me Tom Green? He, paid money. Mom, your bum is on my lips. Paid money. Hey, that was what the 90s was all about, though. Payola. You yeah. know payola is, right? Uh-uh. Payola is the term I'm going to pay under the table uh, 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 for, you to, for you to do this shit for me. Yeah. So, like... For example, if you work at a radio station and you're a DJ, yeah, or and, and um, I'm gonna pay you X amount of dollars to give me X amount of spins, because, <laughs> right. and say I'm independent, but I got my shit published. The moment you play it on a clear channel or any of these, you know, uh, XFM radio or AM, what's what that shit called? Series, yeah. right? Series radio, yeah. Fucking Apple, whatever the fuck, bro. If I got this, if I'm paying this motherfucker to play my shit, I'm getting money for that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Payola. You feel me? That's how it goes, man. Shit's changing. It really though. is, though. And they made that illegal not too long ago, maybe like 30 years ago. But, like, I mean, people still do it. I mean, shit. Well, it's just, it's who's going to be who's gonna be gangster and not worry about getting caught and losing your job. Because uh, it's crazy. You can't even go to the club and grease the wheels of bouncers anymore. Because now that the shit's all corporate, you'll get fired yeah. for doing some shit like that. Well, th well think about this. There was like hella bouncers that got popped in Vegas, right? Because first of all, it's like if I come up and there's like eight dudes with me, you know what I'm saying? They are not letting us get in this club. But right. if each one of us gives them a hundred and pays cover, right? Which we, and what is cover sometimes? And even that bad sometimes it'd be like 30, 50, maybe. If well, it's yeah, like, you know, they don't even care about the cover. The cover is just you know, stand in but, line, like about to be get charged. And then you gotta get bottles too. And you gotta get bottles too, right? Oh, and boy, they're okay with you coming in there. And yeah, it, gonna, this, this motherfucker's about to make 800 real yeah, quick. Yeah, I remember they weren't even gonna let me come in. I mean, I had some dope ass J's on. I think I had the Space Jams on or something, just hella fresh, you know, real clean. And um, all black too, like all black fucking Space Jams, only a little bit of white, you know, on it. And they were like, nah, you can't come in unless you buy a bottle for 800. That's not bad. Only eight hundred for a bottle, but what was it? Some champagne or something? Well, I mean, I'm sure it would be their cheapest fucking bottle. <laughs> Probably be some bullshit Moet for eight hundred dollars or something. <laughs> right. 
Yep. And Austin said, y'all like ETN this year. I do, and I don't. Um, I like him because, uh, I mean, everything with his rehab, you know, didn't really seem to have any hiccups. Um, I am nervous about J-Rob the Mob, though, because that dude's a worker and a grinder. And, uh, if ETN doesn't know the playbook as good as James Robinson does, that kind of scares me. Hey, you want, here's the worst case scenario. Because, first of all, I like Travis ETN. But you, if, if, what's dope is that if you guys have been following us, because we don't never stop. You know, there was one point in the offseason we were all about ETN because the news on Robinson wasn't looking good, obviously, coming off the, the, the Achilles. And then, on top of that, you would expect, you know, to be a, a temporary expectation from ETN coming off his Liz Frank himself, right? Yeah. Long, long story long, <laughs> the ADP that we were getting was awesome. Then everyone started catching up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and, and now, and so his ADP went too high. So now I don't have it. I almost don't have any ETN in redraft. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. like, but then now Robinson's coming back. And here's yeah. now here's the worst case scenario is that everybody remembers we all wanted Miles Sanders to be a thing after 2019, right? Even even during 2019 when he was a rookie. You know what I'm saying? But and, and the reason I'm pointing this out because it was Doug Peterson there. He was the head coach for Philly. You know what I mean? And who was punching in all the fucking touchdowns, B? It was fucking Jordan Howard. Yeah. <laughs> would, would you would you think he won't do that same shit over here? Could happen. Could happen. <laughs> it, it could happen. I mean, that's that's what just... James Robinson, not that motherfucker though. He'll punch it, he'll punch it in down there. Yeah, and see, and that's what's tough. It's like I, I guess I'd want both. Like, if I'm going to take Travis Etienne, I, I almost want to force myself to get James Robinson because you could get him so late. I mean, I just got him in a, in a super flex in the 10th round, you know, feeling real good about it. He's like maybe my last my last starter. And then still, like, guys you pick up after that, you can still put in your starting lineup right away. But, uh, yeah, I, I almost want both. Makes me nervous. And we hope that, um, that the Jags are just going to be on point offensively I really think that this is like Trevor. Trevor's going to have like a real coming out party this year with uh, with Doug Peterson, and uh, I, he's going over thirty touchdowns, and he's going to be flirting with that four thousand. Like that shit's going to happen. I mean, did he really, did he he threw for four thousand already? Right? No. No. Okay. It's like thirty seven or thirty eight hundred. Okay, you're not bad. So really, okay, you know, well, we we want to shoot for four four twenty on this. We want yeah. to shoot for yeah four thousand two hundred. That that's that's better. You know what I'm thinking too is the only thing, the only way I could I could try to argue your shit is like one, you could just say, "Hey, they're the Jacks," right? Yeah. Or I could just be like, "Oh shit, am I echoing?" Now you're good. Okay. So, or I could be like, you know, uh, they got a good ass offensive line on paper right now. Like they brought over Brandon, uh, Brandon Sharif. You know, they uh, they they retained um, our uh, what's his name, uh, uh, Cameron um, Robinson, Cam Robinson. Yep. I mean, yep. I mean, he's all right, but he was still a former, you know, high draft capital guy. Like they got a lot of high draft capital guys on that line. So on paper, they should be good because. Right. You know, one one thing about Doug Peterson is you look at wherever he when, when things are bad for him, it's because their line's falling apart. Yeah. Like going back to you know his time in Philly, 
top five line in every metric. You know what I mean? Run blocking, pass pro, all that shit, bro. Yeah. And like this, that's the first thing they tried to do when they got there. I'm surprised they didn't draft. They, I mean, they drafted uh I mean bulky he couldn't resist. That was like that's like his Alden Smith, right? Whatever Travion Walker, whatever whatever his name is. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, their schedule's really bad. Like I could say all that to make a case for Trevor in there, but then I can just be like, yo, their schedule's hella bad. You know what I mean? Like, and Chewy, shout out to Chewy on Twitch. He said, "Thought on this uh, pick for pick for up pick for up Kenny G. I picked up Devin Duvernay. Have eleven players on the bench. Ten man PPR. Which wasn't much left. Uh, which Kenny G? So I know most people say Kenny G, and they mean that uh, Kenny Galladay. He's he's really irrelevant in fantasy now. So Kenny Galladay uh, is one of them, and then we got um, uh, Kenny Gainwell." as well that's the kenny g that i'd rather be talking about um but i'm not so you drop kenny g for devin duvernay i mean it's cool either way i, I don't really uh, like kenny g so i'd rather i'd rather have devin duvernay and just see what happens you know even if i didn't pick up devin duvernay i probably would just drop kenny g yeah yeah i mean he's first of all he, he'll he'll probably curse your team and let someone else like let someone else see him go off one week and that, oh, I'm gonna pick him up. And then it's, it's so funny. Right. A potential fucking, <laughs> a potential number one wide receiver on the team is not even being drafted in fantasy. That's how much everybody fucking does not want any part of fucking Kenny. Got Kenny. Oh and <laughs> nobody wants any part of him. And uh, Tomas said, Kepaso Hus. He said, "Saludes from uh, from Panama. What up?" And then he said, "Glad to see you guys, Bogard. Nice shirt, bro. Thank you. Hey, we're hailing from the dark side of the moon." And uh, Peacock said, "All drafts are finally done. It's finally time. I cannot say the same. <laughs> Not yet." Yeah, Peac. Hey, Peacock. I'll see you on the other side. <laughs> what up, Crispy? Crispy said, "Yo, I see that uh, they just started the uh, the other draft again." Man, Uncle Buck. We got a little bit of a shit show with his league over there. Come on, Uncle Buck. We got to get this together. <laughs> All right. Let's see. And uh, Austin said, you know, movies I've been watching lately, the old Batmans. Yeah, I fuck with the old. Hey, uh, uh, what's his name? Michael Keaton is the goat Batman to me personally. Yeah. First of all, it's really just because it's just I love things from my childhood that I remember. You know what I mean? Yeah, and he and then yeah, that Batman was one of them. I mean, Batman Returns was the shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. You know why, why they say she was no uh, a Sh Sharon Stone? Yeah, I don't know why. They should have said she was no Michelle Pfeiffer because Michelle Pfeiffer as fucking uh, Catwoman was the shit, bro. Yeah. So who'd you like? Uh, I mean, I know they're playing different roles, but uh, Kim Basinger or. Uh... Or uh, Michelle Pfeiffer. Come on, Michelle Pfeiffer, bro. <laughs> she was a horny little cat. That's why, man. Yeah, she was a fucking crazy ass pussy cat in her last three lives. And she did. She had those nine lives. She went down swinging. Right. And took, and took out Mac. What's his name? Max Cherry or something. I can't remember what his last name is. Yeah, uh, but he was. Uh, but it was uh, Christopher Watkins. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yes. yeah, and uh, you know, um, had uh, had her two lives left, and uh, took him down. Saved one life for uh, next Christmas. Da, 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 da. 
And uh, okay, right. is Batman Returns? Okay, here's a question that plagues the masses, and uh, we need everybody's input in there. Throw it in the comments. And Frank said, "Football is back, thank God. Let's get it. Let's get it." Is Batman Returns a Christmas movie? I would say no. It was a Christmas. It was like, it was, I would say it's a winter. I'd say it's like a, it's a winter movie. I don't know. I guess you can't really say it's a Christmas. It's like saying Die Hard's a Christmas movie. Yeah, but a lot of people will live and die on that hill that Die Hard is a Christmas movie. So those people are the same mindset then. I mean, I'm assuming so. And uh, see, look, even Peacock, he said, yep, it's a Christmas movie. And uh, (laughs) I'll agree because. And you know what's funny? So for Vanessa, any movie that has snow is a Christmas movie. Oh, word. Okay. See, that's that's a kind of like, you know, that's like, it's a nice little bottom line. Like, listen, you know, boom, drop the mic. (laughs) <laughs> yeah because there's no arguing with that logic if it's got snow, yeah I mean, you know movie, if it doesn't it's not i mean i'm from cali like we'd be having like fake snow in the house <laughs> <laughs> so i guess that's how you know it's christmas man like listen, I got, you, you wouldn't go outside and see snow out here but you know it's inside my house it's christmas and peacock said uh, he gets set up by throwing the, the ice queen into a damn christmas tree that's for sure um and oh, see yeah, I, yeah. I guess for me specifically like the rule that I always had for Christmas movies is if they're celebrating like the actual day of Christmas somehow is mixed in, then it's a Christmas movie. Cause even like Die Hard, you know, they're like an office Christmas party, but you know, usually those happen like a week or two before Christmas actually goes down, you know? So just, there's a lot of variables in there for me anyways. So uh, what's that when he goes, I'm not sure. I can't remember if it was part for the first Batman or, or Batman Returns when he ha- he has the beach over, right? And they're sitting at the table and they're hella far from each other. Uh huh. And then Alfred gives him the soup. And he, it was, it was he, the he, first he, one that was Kim Basinger. Okay, yeah, yeah. He sips the soup. And he's, <laughs> it's like this is cold. He's, it's pissy small, so <laughs> it's supposed to be cold. He's like, oh, okay. And you know what's funny is that was that was actually in a different part of the movie. It wasn't when they were at the big table, but he was. It wasn't okay. And she was like, "Can you pass the salt?" And he had to get up, walk it all the way around. <laughs> and uh, and she was like, "What do you think about this room?" And he was like, "Honestly, I don't think I've ever been in this room ever in my life." And then they, and then they go into like, you know what, like the actual kitchen, and yeah. they had the little table in there where Alfred and Bruce probably eat dinner all yeah. the time that if they're eating and you know it's he, okay here's one thing i like about the tim burton batmans right the first two because Ooh, and austin said his favorite's the batman with uh with jim carrey <laughs> i know you that's a like hot take i like it <laughs> and, and, uh, jim carrey was all the way a fool with it yeah and seeing like okay i i'm I can put myself in the 90s of watching these movies. I can always put myself back in the state that I was when I saw these movies originally. So, because there's a lot of people who don't like the Batman and Robin one, you know, with Arnold Schwarzenegger. You know, it's not my favorite. It's my, it's my, it's my, it's the number four out of four for me in those ones. And, uh, and Riddler's number, uh, number three. 
But I still like it though because uh, Jim Carrey and Tommy Lee Jones, like what a duo. And you fucking know, when Drew, they, Drew when Barrymore, they the Good shit, Angel. They, they fucking hated each other filming that shit. Who? Jim, Jim Carrey and Tommy Lee Jones, and apparently they were like fisticuffs several Ooh. times. Ooh. Jim Carrey yeah. doesn't seem like a fighter, and neither does Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> he, always plays, two, he always plays a lawyer. He like two motherfuckers, probably. They could be hella sedity, like, like, this is not cucumber infused water. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> well, apparently that movie just wasn't fun to film. I mean, especially like Val Kilmer. He said, like, he always wanted to be Batman, and it just seemed like the coolest thing, and then he said it was shit. Like being Batman, like because he he couldn't hear anything, like because literally there's no fucking holes or anything for him to hear. What? <laughs> like, why didn't he have like a little, like earpiece or like something? Like they couldn't think of anything to be able to oh, get him to hear what's going which on. Which one came? Which one came there? Was that before or after the George Clooney? Uh, before George Clooney was the last of that. Okay, first so one. when George Clooney comes in, right? He goes, so now they got like the nipples on the fucking shit or whatnot on the suits, right? Yeah. But like, he like, there's a scene where he said he jumps down into the motherfucking, like through some glass or whatever, into like a fountain. And he's beating bad guys up in the water. Yeah. And then like, he was like, yeah, he was like, it looked cool, but he was like, you know, I'm now I'm in like 60 pounds of shrinking rubber. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it does not sound good. And Peacock, cool party. <laughs> Every fucking, uh, you know, stupid, like, cold, um, like, joke that they could make. All right, what everybody. What is like, <laughs> like, what would have been cool is, like, finding, like, a young Brian Cranston or something. And, you know, shave him bald, put some glasses on him. Like, he would have, like, what happened to the... The guy, the Mr. Freeze. They can't the Mr. Freeze story is dark, bro. You know Batman mean? could not be someone young. It just doesn't work that way. No, I'm talking about Mr. Freeze. Like, oh. like the, the fact that it was like hella campy and like, and you know, Warner Brothers was like, you know, they were trying to appease, appease like, you know, like, the, you know, the demographic like seven to like fucking twenty five or whatever. Arnold Schwarzenegger was so huge when that happened. That he got paid his. Uh, this is the first movie where it was a villain who was, uh, you know, first uh, first mentioned or in the credits or whatever. Batman. Hey, he, hey, he, 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 he looked like he was going to a rave. <laughs> and uh, you know what's crazy is he only has like like seventeen or eighteen minutes of camera time or something stupid like that out of the entire movie. He's like never really on screen. Doctor Victor Freeze. Yeah. yeah, they did They did the character all wrong. But, I mean, as they would. I guess that's the thing in the 90s, too, is, like, they would kill villains off immediately. Like, um, if, if Heath Ledger, is that his name? The guy, you know, the dude played yeah. like Joker in The Dark Knight. If he didn't die, they planned to have, like, you know, five movies with the Joker. You know what I mean? Like, Chris oh, yeah. Nolan. Yeah, they were going to bring, they were also going to bring in, like, at one point, uh, 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 Leo DiCaprio was gonna play the Riddler, and yeah. they were, gonna, you know, they were, they were they had plans. And as soon as he died in real life, they're like, okay, we're just gonna sell this thing up nice and in, in a trilogy. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But but I mean, shit. But they had some plans. That would have been dope. I mean, I even like I, I love that series too because they really did it right as possible to the comics. Like the the, the Zack Snyder story 
where he does like the background, like, cause you know, the, the, the Batman where the parents die and all that shit, that story is only since like the early eighties. You know what I mean? Okay. Like from Batman, the movie. Yeah. So like, that wasn't the uh, comic. You know, like, okay. Yeah. So we've had Batman since the sixties and all that. And he was like a billionaire and stuff like that. But like the story of Bruce Wayne, the version where, you know, he's, he's an or he's an orphaned kid and Alfred has to take care of him because you know what I'm saying? Also Alfred's fucking MI6. You know what I'm saying? And he's, you know, which is like British intelligence or whatever the fuck it is, or whatever whatever their little acronym is, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then he, MI6, my bad, that's a Mission Impossible. He's like, what's the shit, the British intelligence, British CIA, whatever, M, whatever. I have no idea. Whatever Austin Powers works for, right? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and then, but, um, and then, you know what I'm saying, that, but that's a Zack Snyder story. So then when they make the movie, the you know, Hollywood, they, you know, they do a spin, you know, they, they kind of do their spin on it and they don't really touch on, you know, I mean, obviously they, you know, they reference it and they make it the Joker who killed his parents and stuff like, you know what I mean? Where it's kind of like, there's the, the irony is that, you know, he, you know, the well, Joker. They always, well, they always changed it because yeah. in, the, in the first one, it was the Joker killed them. And then in the third one, it was Two-Face who killed them. Uh I mean, shit, I was surprised they didn't make fucking Mr. Freeze kill him. And, uh, in the and that's what's stupid, too, because Two-Face, see, it, one time in that movie, they referenced him. Uh, I think in the other, he's, like, on the television, and they see, like, someone throws, like, acid on his face. Like, that's how, like, they kind of just tell his origin real quick. You know what I mean? Yeah. I Man, okay, I still like the first one the most because the Joker was the shit in that one. Like, he was just wild. Because I mean, he was getting ripped. Who was making it rain before Joker? Michael Jackson's the only one who was in Smooth Criminal. Yeah, well, that is true. I don't know if anybody made it rain before Michael Jackson. I'm sure somebody did in real life. Bro. Damn, right, bro. Mike Jackson is king make it rain, bro. <laughs> um, but yeah, gigging to, to the Prince song and, you know, that, that whole <laughs> that whole, that whole album me. was Prince. Oh, yeah. Hey, he was hella gigging though, huh? Uh. And, and I mean, he had the ill fedora, and he was just funny to the motherfucker. I like that version of Joker. It's probably one of my you know, favorites. Because you know what was gangster about it? Remember when, uh, you know, they have the parade and all that, and then he gets all pissed, and he's stealing my balloons, and pissed about all that. And then he come, and then Batman comes back, and he's just standing there, you know, come on, give it and to me. And he pulls the big-ass gun out. Big-ass one out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Took a whole fucking plane down with it. With a fucking elephant gun, bruh. And he was a gangster because, like, you couldn't kill him. Like, I mean, he was just standing there. Like, I don't know how many shots the plane shot at him. You know, didn't hit him. <laughs> they all missed. I mean, he's crazy, bro. He, and he can't stop laughing because he can't believe he ain't getting hit. Yeah. <laughs> I love it, too. And they're fighting hard. You wouldn't hit him out of glasses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah! The Joker was fighting in a motherfucker. And then, he went like, he went down telling jokes the entire time and still almost got Batman. It was at the very, like, he still almost got him after Batman whooping his ass and everything. Still almost got him. With the creepy-ass laugh, bro. And you know what's crazy, too, is, like, he hit him with that gargoyle, though, you know what I mean? Seeing that, that is wrong, too, okay? Batman wouldn't do that. Hit him with the gargoyle? Batman, well, see, well, he was no, already he didn't hit him with the gargoyle. He was attached to it. He was yeah. attached to it. Batman would have tried to save him there, so in some in some way or not. You know what I mean? Yeah. It happened too quick. 
and he was too far away maybe maybe yeah that is true he oh even at the end what are you laughing at at the gargoyle like every time he could (laughs) a stupid ass joke (laughs) to throw it in there (laughs) hey just stomping in circles man Oh shit! All right, Brent, so hey. a better question: What's the best horror Christmas movie? Horror is not really my genre, unless we go old school with it. And so I don't really, I don't really know any, uh, any Christmas Mr. horror. Mr. Frost, what, what's the one with the snowman? I seen that one. This shit was funnier than a motherfucker. Well, that's obviously not a horror movie then, if it was funny as a motherfucker. No, no, it was. <laughs> it was like one of them sci-fi films. It was okay. like one of them sci-fi channel joints. So you know Peacock I mean? said Silent Night and Black Christmas, not Krampus. Um, uh, let me see. Uh oh, Peacock said uh, Gremlins. And seeing okay, is Gremlins a horror movie? I, I is mean, there I, snow in it? <laughs> there is. I'm pretty sure there is. And he, he even gets the gizmo as a Christmas present. Um oh, then I mean shit, bro. But no, I'm saying is Gremlins a horror movie? No, but I'll say Bad Santa is like it became like one of my favorite Christmas movies. Okay. Jack yeah. Frost. That's what Peacock said. There it is, Jack Frost. All right. Well, let's see. <laughs> so we haven't even really talked about fantasy football, but why don't we get to a little uh little fantasy talk? And yeah. Uh, so how about not even drafts? Because there's a lot of people who've already uh, who've already drafted. Um, but what do we think about who are some free agents out there that you could think of? I'm trying to pull up uh, trying to pull up a list. I, I don't have percentages because on sleeper you can't really search through a bunch of percentages. You know, I like think that. I was looking at like Romeo Dobbs. He was like 45 percent uh, rostered. Okay, you know what I mean with Alan Lazard. You know, what I mean I think people were like. I mean, same thing for Christian Watson. These guys are all dart throws, but they, I mean, she could even be Sammy. I mean, somebody's going to eat over there. This might be more of a DFS play, but right. I'm just saying. But I was looking at availabilities uh, earlier this morning because I was just curious about that. You know what I mean? Like, you know, yeah. Alan Lazar was definitely the highest drafted out of all of them. You know what I mean? Yeah. AJ Green, like, that's going to be the guy who I'm going to say, if, any, if you're going to burn, um, not even a waiver wire pick, but if you're just going to pick up someone and drop someone, <laughs> AJ Green, Kansas City Chiefs, week one. Marquise Brown, a little bit in the doghouse. No Hopkins. Uh, Ertz is all fucked up right now. Uh, Rondell's being banged up too right now. Yeah. That shit's kind of crazy. Yeah. So um, if, if I'm going the opposite of these rookies, because it seems like, uh, like Peacock just said, a bunch of rookie wide receivers are out there. It's probably more rookies who look, uh, I mean, because you got Colbert out there. We got Dubs, Watson, like you just mentioned. Um, let me see. I'm looking to see if I see any other ones really that are standing out and not really, but AJ green, that that's going to be the wide receiver, uh, waiver wire pick who I'd attach my, uh, my cart to, uh, for this week one before the season even starts. And say if you're dealing with the Lazard or say you had like a flex spot that you were, you know, hoping that JK Dobbins maybe could play, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, what about yeah, Lazard? AJ Green's did a, nice, a nice. Did you just say point. Lazard? You just say Lazard? Yeah. What if Lazard doesn't fucking play? Like that's news we're gonna talk about on FNT a little later today. That his status is up in the air. The motherfucker might not even play week one. Yeah. Everybody mean, drafted I'm... him as a starter more than well, not everyone, but you're in a 12 team league. You probably draft him as a starter. 
Yeah, he's a flex motherfucker in your lineup, you know what I mean? And yeah. I like Alan Lazard. It sucks because, yeah, I mean, I guess that is the, that is what's bad about being six foot five and 227 you know, pounds, you know what I mean? You can't teach that. Yeah, I mean, you might just be stretching wrong. You feel me? Well, it said for personal reasons. It didn't say for physical reasons. Well, I mean, I see, I see, see that's where, see, Lee, whatever Lee sent us said personal. Right. Right? Well, uh, on the fantasy doctors, they said it was an undisclosed injury. Okay. Yeah, so, I mean, I guess it looks conflicting reports, but who knows? Because, you know, that's another thing, too, this time of year. If you need to dip out, you can be like, oh, I have an injury. But not, yeah. not football. You know what I mean? And Nigel said, I can't wait until Thursday. Seems like forever. Hell yeah. And, I can't uh, wait till FNT tomorrow. FNT's going on today. It's awesome. But yep. this is why this is why the day, doing FNT daily is a shit because we're getting back to routine. Wednesdays when is the first mandated injury reports that all the teams have to submit. So – you know, we're gonna have some clarity because we got some already. Uh, it's week one, and we got some star sit questions that, that 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 you know what I mean that are uh, <laughs> actual you know thinkers. Yeah, so we're gonna have. Uh, I mean, we always do a little bit of Q and A during FNT. Uh, we're gonna get the official Q and A started tomorrow, uh, maybe an hour or two after FNT, and then uh, pregame Thursday. You guys already know, um, like an hour and a half, you know, before the game starts, I'm gonna be pre-gaming doing Q and A, big time smoke sesh, yeah, going down. And uh, one thing I gotta remind everyone: we need more players in the Hustler Bogey Against the Spread tournament. I'm putting the link in the chat right now. Fifty-four dollar buy-in, and that gets you all eighteen weeks. Okay, all you got to do is make your picks before every single game, and it's against the spread. And trust me, we're no experts. If I was, I wouldn't <laughs> yeah. do this shit. I would just be betting all day, every day on uh, on games. So that fifty four dollars, it's more for fun, you know, than anything. We're talking three, four bucks a week. You know what it averages out to. So uh, yeah, you guys got to get in. Is going to be so fucking fun. We're going to be doing weekly breakdowns or weekly recaps. You know, talking about who hit for the most uh who hit the most for the week and i want to see if anyone goes like a 16 and 0 or some shit like that you know like it'd be wild it'd be wild i mean shit that would be nuts the one time that this happened it wasn't against the spread just straight pick them uh it was uh, back when i worked at this old office uh the dude put his picks in and he didn't pay and he went perfect damn <laughs> that's like fucking uh John Ross changing his shoes. And I forget what if it was supposed to be Adidas or Nikes, but then he ran and he broke CJ2K's fucking record. Yeah. And and uh, I think I, I can't like I said I can't remember if it was Nike or if it was Adidas. I think it was Nike. But they said like sure whoever bre- Oh, I think it was Adidas. They said whoever breaks the record wearing the shoes, give them an island. Yeah. So he broke the record, but he wasn't wearing the shoes. You know what I mean? Huh. And he popped his hamstring. Damn. Yeah. And, uh, Remember John Ross? Yep. What up? Derek said, good morning, guys. Said we up at it early. Oh, yeah. Tuesday morning, every single week, we got the fantasy football wake and bake going. 8 o'clock West Coast time, 11 East Coast time. And, uh, yeah, going to be super, super uh, dope. Dope show every week. And, uh, 
And Austin said, man, this year ain't going to be the same without our boy Stu. I know, man. Shout out to Stu. He said, uh, who else is going to be in the chat on Sunday hyping them cowgirls up? <laughs> hey, man, shout out to Stu, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Stu's the man. I appreciate Stu. And uh, he was one of the guys. And who's going to be the guy who's just, uh, you know, welcoming new people as they come in? Because for the longest time, that was Stu. See a new person coming in. Stu would be in the chat saying what up to that person. You know, um, I want to get... Uh, I want to get more mods for the channel and uh, who really want to take over kind of be in that role, you know, um, just showing love to new people who come in uh, guys who are just going to be showing love in the chat. So if you're interested in being a mod, just let me know and uh, I'll add you as a mod right now. And uh, let me see here. And uh, Nigel said, just logged in. There we go. How does this league work? So it's not a league necessarily. It's a weekly pick'em tournament. Well, a season-long pick'em tournament. Every single week, you have to pick. Um, the, uh, what's the first example? Rams or the Bills against the spread. I believe the spread right now is minus two point five, if I'm not mistaken. Um, if I'm wrong, uh, just make sure you go check. I, I just that was the last remember that was last that I remembered. It was uh, two and a half was the point spread, and it's gonna be fun. None of us, none of us are experts at this. So I'm curious to see who's going to take this down. We're trying to get to 50 people. We get to 50 people. It's going to be a thousand bucks for the winner, and uh, and top 10 spots are going to get paid. Obviously, not as much as the winner, but top 10 spots will get paid. All right. And Derek said, "Wake and bake." I love it. Hell yeah! And there we go. Derek said, "Me, I'm a Cowboys fan." There we go. And I know Crispy's a Cowboys fan too. Big BS said, morning, wake and bake for those who can. High five. Let's get it. Let's smoke it up. Let's smoke it up, sir. Bong's alive. And Derek said, I can't do it Sundays. I'll be out at the sports bars a lot watching the games, but other days I can. Yeah, I feel it. And I'm always uh, – so for everyone who doesn't know, if you're new to the stream at all, uh, well, first off, hit that thumbs up. We got a bunch of people watching, but we don't have that many likes. Let's smash that thumbs up. Let's get it going. Uh, but for everyone who doesn't know, we stream Monday night football games, Thursday night football games, and then always have a little Sunday watch party for like the first, uh, first usually like the first set of games. Um, kind of just depends on uh, on how the day's going. Yeah, Antonio said it's our year. Shout out to Stu, and there we go. Appreciate you, Austin. He said I'll do it when I can. There we go. Let's see. Um, what else? What else we got here? Crispy, you're on the clock. Oh man, you are on the clock, Crispy. And he said it's our year. You only got like two minutes. They restarted the clock. Uncle Buck's got a shit show going on over here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this draft has uh, has been all over the place to say. Are you, are you, are you met on you met on con real life? No, not in real life. Not yet. Oh, okay. He's not the truck driver one. No. You met you met McGruber. I met McGoober, yeah. Yeah, McGoober. There it is. Nice. Guess who I got? I got the Herbert Brady stack. Let's go. Uh 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 uh. Word. <laughs> oh yeah. That's nasty. They let you do that. So nasty. Yeah, and I had the, the number four pick also. Yeah. 
people, crazy yeah, people. Said, so you, you submit your picks weekly, and then the one with the most hits through week 18 wins. So we're going all 18 weeks, not just mm-hmm. the fantasy season. It's everybody versus everybody, and it's a cumulative. And we're going to be doing weekly content, breaking this down. It's it's a it's a mini community within the community, it's, and it's something that we feel like next year is going to be like. It's going to be so many people in it. You know oh yeah, mean? for sure. This is just the oh. first year that we're doing it. Um, yeah, a lot lot more yeah. to come in the future. So get in on year one of this because it is going to be super fun. <laughs> and uh, you just have to submit the picks literally before the game starts. That's the way that I set it up. Make it real easy so there's no like. You have to do it Thursday before the game, before the first game or whatever. You got all the way up until game time, so you just can't forget to set your shit every week. That's just you just can't forget. Yeah, and Austin's have been with Hustler for two years now, best community out there, and uh, really going into season three. Because um, yeah, 2020 is, uh, is is I know when you started rocking was well, first year that I started doing this. Yeah, and tell him that's Derek. the actual city of Austin saying it. <laughs> and, <laughs> and tell him, Derek, he said, hit that thumbs up for the 420 crew. Let's get it. Hell yeah. All right. So let's see. What's what's some other football stuff that we could talk about? Um, well, how about for the drafts? I mean, who's someone let, let let's workshop this for some people who still got some other drafts. <laughs> okay, I started to think about. I started to think about a player yesterday because I was so high, I couldn't really put, you know, pinpoint a player. How that, high are you? I, I, I was <laughs> higher than fucking than giraffe cooch. You know what I'm saying? Dude, <laughs> um, dude, that that everybody's fading. That I'll still take a chance on. I got one. I, I'll still take a chance on Michael Thomas if he's like in the tenth round. Oh, man. I mean, he's because he still might play week one, and I get to see him. Before I do anything, you know what I mean? Cocaine is a hell of a drug. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Remember, you said think of a player that everybody's fading that I would still take a chance on. Hey, I'm just. I, hey, I'm, I'll just say it again. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. Which one was yours? <laughs> um. Well, I, I went a little bit higher, like Josh Jacobs. I mean, everyone seems to be fading him. Um, AJ Brown. I mean, for some reason, everyone seems to be fading him right now. In uh, in drafts, if I got to drop down, let's see who's someone that everyone's fading, like someone lower. I'd say the AJ Brown thing is more like you just, yeah, I mean, because he's the two three turnaround, he's steady going on the three side of it. That's awesome. I mean, even in some of these single QB yeah. leagues, he's making he's making it to the fourth round, so it's uh, it's getting crazy. Um, and I like the value where we're getting them, and when and it's from like where it was because you go back. A couple months, maybe people were still in dynasty mm-hmm. mode. He's getting drafted hella soon. You know, he's yeah. going as like you know, fifth, sixth wide receiver, you know, right after Adam, sometimes before him. You ain't yeah. lying, and you look at you look at that schedule. Stadavelli in the house. What up? His schedule's hella soft. The, the Eagles schedule, like the, the defensively, they they go on like a nice little, you know what I mean? Yeah. Soft schedule. I mean, I guess. I guess the Lions are going to play them tough, but I still like, I still disrespect them. You know what I mean? <laughs> and Jay Hay said, uh, what up, Jay Hay? He said, Trey Burks or Isaiah McKenzie for a standard 10 team? <coughs> I'll go for, uh, 
I'll go for Trey Burks just for the volume, but I do I do feel like McKenzie's kind of like a sneaky play because if he really ends up being the slot and uh, he, he may catch he a touchdown over the middle. He is a slot, and he's a big slot, too. He's not like a small dude. He's tall. Well, I mean like the, the primary slot, the guy who's in there every single yeah. time. Crowder, who, who's, the, who's the other one? Crowder? Yeah, he's a little guy. Mix. Yeah. He's, 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 he's more like a Cole Beasley replacement. Right. Because you know what, too? They've, this, this, what they do with Isaiah McKenzie, they've done with Davis as well. Right. They just, they're like somebody big out of the slot. You know I mean, Dawson Knox, though, they put him in, in the slot before. You know what I mean, like. <laughs> Who doesn't like a big slot? Damn. <laughs> <laughs> and Song agrees with you on the Michael Thomas. And uh, and Derek said a lot of people fading Lamar Jackson. I, I kind of see it a little <laughs> bit of both. It kind of depends on the league format that you play in. And this one's true, though. A lot of people fading Brees Hall now, too. What do you think about that, Bogey? Because you were a big um, – I'll take all the Brees Hall. Okay. Come on. So you like it then right I now. I mean, because you know why? I remember how my Niners backfield was for hell of years. Right. You know what I'm saying? When, when, you know, and, and the reason I say this is because, obviously, for those that don't know, Mike LaFleur was a, is a Shanahan disciple, and he's the OC in, for the New York Jets. And, like, last year – Carter would out-touch Tevin Coleman, but Tevin Coleman was a starter. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he, and they did the same thing fucking uh, with the Niners. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's weird. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I don't, I, I, I still think Carter out-touches Brees Hall the first, you know, the first maybe game, I'd say, just, just based on what everything they're saying. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, okay. Feel me on this hustler, you know what I mean? Michael Carter, you give him two, three carries, he ain't doing nothing. Next series, nothing, right? <laughs> Chris, you're on the Brees Hall, he breaks the big one off, bro. They're not going back to Michael Carter, bro. Yeah, he need Michael Carter needs that means that check down, um, re- receiving work because I mean he was looking good with White Mike, you know. I mean shit, when he, was not, he was racking up yeah, that five to seven catches, you know, the three game stretch or whatever it was. He was looking real nice out there, but. I don't know if that can happen with Zach Wilson. Maybe Joe Flacco, but we don't even know if Joe Flacco's playing this week. And, uh, uh-oh, bogey in the Matrix. And uh, look at that. Antonio said, I got uh, A.J. Brown at the 5-7 in the Debo League. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. And Stadivelli on that. Burks, but love some McKenzie. See, hell yeah, man. I'm on that, too. And Will said, what y'all think about Mike Gesicki? So... I like him and I don't. I mean, I like him because, like, he's pretty much just a free tight end, you know, who you're able to get, like, right there um, in the end, in the end of the draft or whatever. Maybe you can even pick him up on waivers. He, Him and Tua had a really nice rapport going last year before he got hurt and pretty much, like, broke his neck or whatever it was. Um, then everything kind of – then it all changed. So we got to see if he can get back to that uh, – if he can get back to the rapport that he had with Tua last year for those couple games where – it was damn near like 10 targets a game, stuff like that. I really like it, but I got to see it to believe it. Um, so I'm not putting in all my chips. I'm not starting him week one or anything like that. I want to I wanna see how it works because it, it should be the Hill Waddle show over there for sure. All right. And Austin said, I'm not a huge fan of Monty, but he's being faded for sure. He's definitely being faded. And yeah, I'm not really super high on Monty either. 
Um, I mean, he's going. If he ends up going, you know, after round, uh, after uh, RB24, you know, it, it's hard to hate a guy like that because I, I feel like as long as he's healthy, finishing inside the top 24 at RB. But see, that's the thing, though, too, is he don't, he, he ha we haven't seen him play a full healthy season, right? Right. But yeah. even with him and missing two or three games, like uh, he's still because people who don't make it into the into the top twenty four are guys who are usually missing like four plus games, right? Or they, or and like and these guys that never get in into the into the RB one territory, they only get in because you know various motherfuckers get hurt, right? Like a CMC, a J.K. Dobbins. Who else died last year? Um, um, oh, uh, 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 Dalvin Cook, he kind of died for a minute. Yep. So we got, uh, uh, yeah, I, I, I maybe, uh, I don't even know if I have Montgomery anywhere. Like, I think maybe in the one of the best balls, I got him maybe in a dynasty. I got him, but I know for sure. I have zero I Monty. No redrafts. You got him in any redrafts? I, I have zero Monty. I got hella, I got hella Herbert in dynasty. And then what's what, what else is crazy is like, is I had Monty everywhere last year in redraft because he was yeah. like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, he was the value. And like, I mean, it's it's also it's like I just don't believe in um like I, I don't believe in in a in a belt. I mean, how many how many times are we gonna see James Robinson? Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like James Robinson on the on the worst offense. Was it what number six overall in twenty twenty? Yeah, that never happens, and I think this is going to be one of the worst offenses. So it's like, I if I'm going to take a flyer on a guy, I'll take a flyer on Herbert, who they already say fits the system better. And then if and when Montgomery dies, because they are going to use the shit out of Montgomery. Yeah, why wouldn't they? Right, yeah. it's his last year of his contract. You know what I mean? It's old yeah. regime drafted him. You yeah. Feel me? And uh, you went into the matrix right as I was reading out Antonio's comment how he got AJ Brown at the five seven in the Debo league, so super nice. flex league, but still, that's uh, that's the kind of value that you're getting on AJ Brown right now. Damn, why are people hating on him? Because because all these fantasy analysts are beating the drum about how it was the lowest passing offense last yeah. year. I mean, and, see that, and you know that's where I would go straight to because that's the drum I would beat. That's yeah. the most obvious drum, but like it's really gotta be like, do we like like you know, I, I always compare it to uh Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill, you know, 530 pass attempts was like his average. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And AJ Brown, he's still never played full seasons neither, but he, and he was pretty much the only game in town. He was getting a 30% target market share. So it's like, you know, how much does the Slim Reaper and or you know Dallas Goddard? Take uh, you know I mean away from this motherfucker. But if you if you're only if you're gonna say he's still getting a 25 percent target market share, I'm all about it, bro. You know what I mean? Because now we're possibly getting AJ Brown as your number one if you're going you know other 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 where. Uh, uh, I mean let let let's just break it down. I mean let let's let's say let's just start as 25 for a base with yeah. AJ Brown, and, and you're gonna get power. like. And we're if we're all big on Hertz, not just for the rushing. If we say Hertz is gonna take a step forward with the touchdown passes, right? Because what? How many Hertz did Hertz have? Hertz have last year? Twenty? Nineteen? Let me get down real quick. He, he, I know he had a shitload of rushing, but I, I, 
I'm just I'm, I'm curious. Six, 16. He had 16. 16. Okay. So he had 16 passing. How many how many rushing did he have? I'm wondering how many total he had. Uh it was 16 passing and then 10 rushing. Okay. So now AJ Brown's there, and you have the Slim Reaper and Dallas Goddard. So that can even nope, stop. Okay, Let's go. Let's go. Let's go through this like I was thinking. Let Let's literally put the Let's literally put some percentage um, percentage projections by us to start. And let's say AJ Brown is twenty five percent to start. I mean, they paid him his money. He's the highest paid you know player on that uh, you know shit right now. <clears throat> let's say Dallas Goddard commands his twenty five percent. Okay, we still got fifty percent. How much goes to Smith? I still think it could be tw- somewhere between 20 and 25%. I'm going to say, I'd say I'd give him like 21. Okay. Because Unless- that's W. I'd say it's like, I, I think he's going to favor Goddard more than he will, than he will, uh, uh, Devontae Smith. Cause yeah. Devontae Smith is, he's going to play his role, which is predominantly the field stretcher. You know what I mean? He's just going to be running. He's just going to be running that go round or running that nine or that J you feel me? Like that's, Oh, just those Maybe guys. a deep crosser here and there, you know what I mean? <clears throat> so just with those three guys right there, that's 70%. Are we yeah. pretty confident that pretty much everything is going to run through those three guys more often than not? I mean, and the running backs, obviously. But yeah, I, I might be okay with team stacking him now, now that you think, now that you're saying this, like, especially for, like, DFS purposes. Yeah. Because he's yeah, not, right. I mean, how much checking down was he really doing to the running backs? I don't think that's going to, I don't think his check downs are going to take up 20% of his work. Not even uh, close, right? Like maybe 10%. I mean, he wasn't really checking it down, bro. I know. I don't, I don't remember. I mean, in the design so place is different than a check down. So maybe we can still, you might even be able to get 30 to, to AJ, bro. That's what okay, I'm saying. There's even, there's even wiggle room. That seems like those could be the bases. Okay, here's another thing. The game strip's going to have a lot to do with it. They better, like, okay, look at week one. Are they going to kick the, do- the, the, the the Detroit Lions' ass? Probably not. You think it's going to be a close game? I, I think it will be close-ish, yes. I'm with you. I, I mean, Detroit was covering machines last year. You know what I mean? They were, yeah, and they were they like in, a, in Detroit as well. So that's another thing. That don't matter. <laughs> that does matter. Come on. I mean, right no, now. I mean, not for Detroit. I don't know. See, they got Eagles as a four point favorite right now. Well, at least that's on Yahoo. I don't have a. I need to get a real sports book. Pull, I think Eagles are covering that. I think they went by the touchdown. Probably. I mean, but. Lions, I mean, their defense keeps people in it. They're, they're great at losing, but they're great at covering the spread, too. No, you ain't lying. No, they, I just, just said they're covering machines. I probably just stay away from that one. Uh-oh. Uh, song, he says, I have Barkley everywhere. Six out of nine leagues. <laughs> <laughs> it's never a stretch, right? <laughs> and then, uh, okay, so then, then you got the Vikings at home after that. Um, well, Eagles are at home versus uh, yeah, so what time I mean, is it right now? That, that's well, okay, hold on. This is Monday night. Um, Corky Kirk is not the best in uh, prime time. Hold on, it's not Monday night, Sunday night, no, week two. No. Oh, week two, and this versus is the Vikings, the Eagles, yeah, Vikings, Eagles. It's it's in Philadelphia, okay, then, I mean, yeah, so then after that. You got the commanders. 
And then you got the Jaguars. Then you got a couple games. You got the Cardinals, the Cowboys, the Steelers. Okay, so those games I'd be confident in all in all the Eagles pieces. Yeah, maybe maybe not the Steelers one. I think the Steelers get smacked. They will get smacked too. I think I think Philly's a a juggernaut this year. I mean, we're they're playing the fucking Cowboys twice. They're playing well the Giants once in fantasy in the fantasy season, and then you're playing the fucking uh, the Commanders twice, and their defense is fucked up, man. I mean, at full strength right now, everybody minus Chase Young. So for whatever that's worth. I mean, I, right. I can't even tell you who's their best corner right now. Boom. Just got A.J. Brown at the 4-9 in, nice. in a Superflex League. See, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's that's the value here that we're getting at the end of the fourth. <laughs> and thanks, Crispy, because I did not get a notification about that on my phone. Ha, and Song, song uh, he said I was waiting for that. Yes, perfect. You just set me up. I'll spike it down. I got right? it. Right? We're you in know, mid-season always, form already. Uh, I'm always worried about uh, the one thing is like, I think that, that what was best about A.J. Brown is that more more than anything, his injury risk is baked into it. Because I was trying to see your thing. Like, why? It probably is because he is a guy. He plays hard, bro. So, you know, he, what I mean? he gets hard. hurt. He blocks, yeah. he blocks a lot. He takes on the big guys. Mm-hmm. He's always taking on the top corners. I mean. That's and then, like, then he has, like, breakaway speed, too. So, you know what I mean? He's always that danger to get a soft tissue injury because, like, yeah. he just he gets going. You see him in the opening of my intro. That game, it was, I don't remember who he was playing, but where he breaks off that 60-yarder or whatever it is. Just, you get him in open space, that motherfucker's gone. Yeah, I want to say that was against the Chargers. Uh, I don't think so. It, I, okay, I, I, I could I could be wrong. Just seemed like it, it didn't seem like it was a Chargers colored jersey who he was burning. Might have been the Steelers. Um, Austin said, I don't get why people are scared of Barkley and calling him injury prone. He's really not. The ankle sprain was incredibly unlucky, and almost every NFL player tears their ACL. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, especially with the modern medicine. I mean, really, I mean, Bogey says it all the time. You don't want the guy like the year after the ACL, but two years after the ACL, usually they're yeah. back. When, when, when they're running backs, especially. Yeah. And so yeah. I just I just picked Barkley at the 3-4 in, uh, in a draft that we're doing. And, yeah, value. Uh, yeah, for sure. And, and, uh, and because of what he could be. Because, because of when, what he when, could. When you're talking about a guy like Barkley, you're not playing scared. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just like anybody for years that I would argue with to the death that Joe Mixon is my, my man, 100 grand. And all they could ever say is, I hate him. And I'm like, why? And he's like, oh, well, oh, because he gets hurt. That's it. But yeah. like, if he can stay healthy, and we got a healthy year out of him. And I won multiple like- championships with Barkley in uh, what was it, 2018, uh, when he was a rookie. And mm-hmm. uh, he's a dog. Like he doesn't need a good line. Like he really just needs the ball in his hand. And he hasn't been back to 100 <laughs> percent since that rookie year. Because literally the year after that, what he gets hurt in the fucking third week of the season or something. And it's kind of just been injured week two. There you go. Yeah. Week two early in the game, bro. uh, Against Chicago, just crushed down on them. I want to say might even be Roquan. I mean, Roquan's a fucking beast. And Austin said, said, watching hard knocks made me realize Swift has all the talent in the world, but he doesn't seem hungry enough to be successful. I mean, when you play on a garbage-ass team, 
how much like effort are you are you gonna go to war and die out there for this team that you, uh, you're just gonna end up dying you know like that I, I just really feel like that that's why i don't fuck with these detroit running backs man they just all keep getting hurt and it's probably business decisions on why they don't play more often than not hold up what happened with deandre Swift this time what he just said watching watching him on hard knocks. oh yeah yeah i mean he doesn't have that know. dog in him bro i like swift i always like swift swift is one of the, he's just another one of those guys he's 51 50 you feel me like He's a danger to others and himself. You know what I mean? Like he, he's like managers that want to play him when he comes back from injury right away. I mean, yeah. I mean, it, but at least we've seen it out of him. Kadarius Tony, the phony, is, is the, the, fucking the worst scenario. The worst case of it. People, there's a whole culture of people that love, or not a culture, like a little like cult following for Kadarius Tony. Man, I don't get it. Yeah. He just hurts himself <laughs> and others. For sure. Yeah. We just Remember when he headbutted the coach? <laughs> the coach was just trying to say something. He was so fired up. He, it was an accident. But he was just barking because he was mad because he hurt his ankle. He was just, he was just talking, kicking so hard. Headbutted the coach. And Song said, I have no A.J. Brown breakout year. So – I mean, he broke out as a rookie, and he's been breaking out, you know, ever since. So I'm not going to say it's a breakout year, but I, I have a lot of A.J. Brown. Like, that's the dude who I feel is going to be this year's Diggs, um, um, this year's Cooper Cup, you know, to a certain extent, because I don't think he's going to finish as the uh, the wide receiver one necessarily. But a guy who's being drafted at the end of the fucking um, – end of the first first tier running – or first uh, – First 12 running backs, he's being drafted as a wide receiver two more often than not. And I think he can make that jump into top five. You know what's just so crazy is I've always felt this way about A.J. Brown, but it's like he always let me down somehow. You know what I mean? I think that's another thing why, like, people, it's just built in. You know what's so crazy? I had no quarrels with trading him away either. And, like, every, I have zero A.J. Brown again. I had several shares and I just moved them. Yeah. But I don't move them like he ain't AJ Brown, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I really think he's going to hit and hit really, really hard. And uh, everyone who drafted him out of value is going to love it. And Austin says, I'll th- I also think Sutton is about to have a season. Me too. I will get behind that. We've been talking about it on this show when Jerry Judy was still the one being drafted higher than Sutton, that we would rather have Sutton for where he's being drafted. And oh, even oh, him being drafted the likelihood higher. of him being the guy that you want in fantasy. Like, he is. And then, you know, this is way before the reports of them Russ saying that this is his favorite target and whatnot. You know what I mean? Yeah. The ADP like, finally caught up to shit that we've been saying for months. Yeah. Because go ahead. I mean, tell him about – I mean, tell him the main reason why um, – why you're saying how why he's going to be the guy in that offense? What's up? I said, tell him why you've been saying since the beginning that he's going oh, to be. It's, the, it's, it's the low hanging fruit, you know, Nathaniel. Well, no, no, no. It's not. It's not low hanging fruit because people that weren't thinking about this when we were yeah, talking well, about it. I, I guess you're right because I'm because I'm a real degenerate. You know, what I'm saying where it's like I feel like this is common knowledge. You know what I mean? But like. <laughs> 
<laughs> I, I'm, I'm so honest when I say that, though. I'm, I'm sincere as fuck. I, I swear, mean, like, it, it, it may be. That. It's been talked about a lot now to where people may know this, but you've literally been talking about this since Russ got over there, since the fucking coaching yeah. regime and all that got put in play. So for everyone who may have not been listening back then, tell them what you've been talking like, about so, for months. I mean, for, you know, for what Huss is, 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 is referring to is the moment they signed uh, new head coach Nathaniel Hackett, we already assumed they were going to bring over Rodgers or they're going to bring over somebody. They weren't going to settle with uh, Teddy Throsevelt, you know what I mean, or Drew Locke. You know what I'm saying? And they happened to end up trading for Russell Wilson, you know what I'm saying? And so now immediately all the pass catchers become interesting. But even before they brought over Russell Wilson, you know, why everyone's going crazy for the idea of Jared Judy, you know what I mean? I, I was like, you know, the extra receiver is going to be. Damn it. Bogey in the matrix, right? As he was about to get into his point. So it's about, uh, you want the X receiver in this offense. That That's what it comes down to. And Cortland Sutton is the X. I'm heating up this dab. Who's going to dab with me? Let's go. And uh, Austin, I, I like that. I like that a lot. And, uh, and Austin, we really got to get you going this year, man, because I know you know a lot about the injuries. I would love to have you come in on uh um, even if you don't come on live, I would love to have you like record little videos talking about like players injuries and things like that. Um, Cause with your uh, you know, with your expertise, you know, on the injuries, it'd be nice to get uh, someone's uh, someone like yours input when, uh, when an injury comes and song said, I have hella Sutton. Hell yeah. And Austin says it's bad that in, uh, in three of my leagues, I have all these combos, CMC Barkley, Keenan Allen, Sutton, ETN, literally in three leagues. So it's not bad. Uh, for sure, it's not bad. Um, I mean, CMC and Barkley does get a little risky there. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm guessing you got them at a, at a value. And, uh, and uh, oh, shit, just a, a pick just came in. There we go. Crispy, you're on the clock in, uh, in the Debo League. All right, bogey's back. And uh, so, no, I don't think it's bad, but you definitely got a lot of guys who have question marks. And uh, if they all end up getting injured, you know, it sucks. But literally everybody's team, if if you have a whole bunch of injuries, you're screwed anyways. So just Yeah, people's going to be taking your shit anyway if you lose, you know what I mean? Yep. And, okay, look, at fucking Matrix. It was Jemmo. Jemmo called me. I was like, God damn it, Jemmo. I was right there in the middle of a, of, a, of a coordinator breakdown. It's like my favorite thing to do. <laughs> Fucking sends me to the major deep. And he laughs. Right as about as you were about to say it. So I, I told him what you were what you were. Um, yeah, I mean that's I the finished, guy you would want. Your thought for you. Yeah, and like, and then did it also. You know, upon realizing that, it made me think. Okay, you know that the, the X receiver in that system is usually the alpha, and like, and, and this doesn't just go back to Devontae Adams. I mean. This goes back to when Matt LaFleur was was the, the QB coach for Matt Ryan and uh, under Shanahan, you know what I mean, in Atlanta. You know, what, what was Julio Jones, like 1400 a year? Yeah. You know what I mean? And t- tell me that wasn't Devontae. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like he don't really care for the other options. That kind of makes me worry about Judy. In yeah. that sense where it's like, okay, is Judy's upside like a Lazard year? But, but Lazard got touchdowns because he's 6'5". You know what I mean? Like, Rodgers knows he can put it up there for him down there. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's, I mean, crispy-ass route running is Jared Judy, right? Jared Judy gets the most separation, but he had, like, the poorest quality of targets from his his QBs in his career so far. So but then again, it's like, so for someone who's a crispy route runner, like a new age, like Calvin Ridley type, like maybe even better than Ridley in, in, in those small areas, especially down in the red zone. A backyard boogie type of baller, uh, Russell Wilson, can he get with timing routes? You know what I mean? We need that drop. Backyard boogie. boogie, boogie. Right? Back, backyard boogie, Russ. Russ. <laughs> I mean, I don't think we're going to see that version of him. So, so can he morph into having more timing routes? Because that that's what Rodgers and them was. But the play system. action was so nasty for him, though. Yeah, because they emphasized the run so much that, like, the moment he, he saw single coverage – He's gonna play action, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, that's but that's what I'm saying. And he's been doing that shit since Marshawn days, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like we're saying, I mean, are we not? I mean, are we both in agreement that the Broncos are gonna have one of the better running games in the league? Yeah, but but here's my thing though, it's like I'm talking about like it's okay, it's the line, the line is better than Seattle's line, you know what I mean? So I'll say that. But also this line, they're gonna move, they're moving to like a zone blocking. It's gonna be different. You know what I mean? For so sure. I'm still, still curious to see it. It looked good in the playoffs. I mean, the playoffs the preseason. Yeah. And crispy, you're on deck in, in Bucks League. All right. And uh I yeah, and Gemma just messaged me. He's like, What's your Addy? So I think we're gonna have uh I think we might get some more Gemmo stickers I'm gonna be putting up around Las Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> or we might get a visit because we're on the list. <laughs> <laughs> he just called me uh, uh, asking for some ad, uh, Addies and shit. Not Addies, uh, 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 governments. You know what I mean? Yeah. Crispy, you're on the clock in Bucks. And uh, <laughs> Antonio said, damn, seven RBs back to back. Woo! Look at that. Michael Carter, Henderson, Hines, Ingram, Gainwell, Herbert, Madison, all in a row. I'm in shit. It's like Pokemon. It's, it's Pokemon at that point, right? Gotta catch them all. You gotta catch them all. He just he didn't get. He's like, fuck. If I don't got no good ones, I'm gonna get them all. And uh, Austin said, "What day do you think you could get me on? I just took on a new set of uh, of soccer players, but let me know what day, and I can try to make it work." So, I mean, it could be a Sunday before the games. It could be. Uh, it could be like Thursday before the game. Um, could be Saturday. We're always going to do a late night uh, Q&A on Saturday, like hella late. Um, so it uh, could be something like that. Uh, and really, like I said, if even if you can't come on live, if you just want to like send me like videos of you talking about these injuries, that'd be dope too. Because you could just send it to me. I could download it and then I could play it during the show. So you're still a part of the show, even though you're not on live and you get to spit all the injury uh, isms. Right. Yeah, because we need uh, guys like that are important, man. Guys like that are super important. We're trying to build a machine. Damn. All right, totally fucked up on my pick because I had to do it real quick. And uh, let's see if... Uh... Did you write, Did you pull a bogey to Ryan Tanning? No, no, I um, I, I picked Stevenson. I, I had to pick him real quick, and uh, all right, here we go. But I passed on Cortland Sutton, and uh, but now I'm gonna get Cortland Sutton and uh, lock him in. Crispy, you're back on the clock. All right, let's let's see. Uh, live all, in- those, 
Oh, no, 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 no. That's a different draft. Two drafts going on at once. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, so I'm the gonna... other one, that was uh, the other one, that was uh, the, the second Debo League where we're already in the 12th round. Oh, this yeah, one, that's right. This one is Bucks League where we just got into the seventh round. And Antonio said that would be dope. I definitely want to see that. Yeah. Austin could be our ear to the street to focus injury is what that really means. Live in sports talk with Jake. What up, homie? He said, uh, what's your guys' thoughts on Cam Akers? Kind of avoiding them. I think he'll be a, I think he'll be a guy that is a guy, uh, you know, November-ish, like maybe mid-October. Because they're probably going to start out the game with him and Henderson. And if Henderson's the more healthy of the two right now, you know what I'm saying? And Henderson gets hurt, he'll get hurt eventually. Then Cam Akers gets it all. Yeah, I don't like it. Um, I'm just not a fan right now. And Antonio said, what you chopping back there, birthday twin? What you got any for me? <laughs> He said, what are you chopping up over there? Okay, what you smoking uh, on? Oh, uh, no, I'm breaking some tree down. That's what I'm saying. He's saying, what are you smoking on? Oh, I got some cookie right now. And like my allergies are going. It's crazy. What kind of cookies? That's a good question. It's just some, it's just some cookie. That's all I know. Yeah, I, I like it. This. I got this from my guy. And uh, Life and Sports Talk with Jake says, is that the same with Zeke? So I'm, I'm kind of avoiding Zeke. And uh, who would you rather have out of Zeke or Cam? I think I'd rather have Zeke. I'd rather have Cam. Okay. <laughs> Both going in a very similar uh, very similar area. I think Zeke's going to be, Zeke's gonna be, he's gonna be pass, pass protecting a lot, bro. He's going to hurt. He's gonna hurt the uh, the Pollard guys who are expecting Pollard to get a lot of carries. I think Pollard gets a lot more targets. And Pollard could be on the field at the same time as Zeke, like lined up somewhere. You know what I mean? Uh huh. Yeah. And motherfucking yeah, it's fucking hot too. Triple digits out here tonight, Yeah, it's it's hot. Got that got that AC on. Back in it finally. And uh, Big BS said, thoughts on Trey Lance, possibility of Jimmy taking the job back. There's definitely a possibility of Jimmy no, taking the job No, I don't believe that. Back. You're saying there's zero possibility Did you hear that, that Lance Jimmy was comes pissed? in and plays. Hey, you hear that Lance was pissed? About what? About him bringing back Jimmy. I mean, I'm sure he, I, we already talked about Jimmy Big Dick swinging in the shower and mm -hmm. shit. <laughs> I mean, Lance, he looks in the mirror, he's all ugly. He's, his dick ain't even as big as Jimmy's. <laughs> And Jimmy's just like swinging it around and like throws it over his shoulder and's like, "What's up, Trey? What's doing over here?" <laughs> Jimmy swings it around in a helicopter motion, vigorously. <laughs> that he flies him like a helicopter. <laughs> what? <coughs> grabs, it, grabs it with both hands and starts jump roping in front of Trey. <laughs> he's like, he's like, that's how he stays in shape. <laughs> Ah, uh, that's 
man and uh <laughs> it, it, the aura about jimmy is not nice like you, uh, you can't and that be, was my can't... whole thing all off season i i'm not not grateful for what jimmy does i love the idea of jimmy being the backup that was one of my earlier pipe dreams i can't believe that shit actually came to fruition where i was like damn they actually did restructure him and kept him you know what i mean because do you remember early on i did say hey jimmy is that cool man everybody loves jimmy you'll be like hey, that's cool the only person that wouldn't be cool with that is lance you yep. know what I mean? Like, hey, why is he still here? He's the guy that plays better than me. You know what I mean? Like, because let's remember, every everybody wanted to keep Jimmy in New England, except Tom Brady. I mean, shit, because he saw fucking Jimmy flying helicoptering around the fucking locker room. And man, I bet you that he's got Giselle's number. And I bet you. When Jimmy found out that there was drama going on between the two this year, that he texted her and said, what up? He said, hey, he said, uh, I'm about to helicopter in. <laughs> <laughs> he, he flew in by, he flew right outside her window. <laughs> Just flying, <laughs> swinging his dick. <laughs> like oh, a helicopter. <laughs> Man, I'm saying, I'm saying. Ah! Hey, he comes in there. He's like, man, I'm so sick of avocados. She's like, thank you. <laughs> Antonio, they just got to wait for uh, for a starter in the, the playoff team to get injured and then take advantage and trade him. Potentially. <laughs> I want to talk about that. <laughs> I want to talk about Tom Brady going through some shit with his broad. Like they're fighting football. You got damn right. <laughs> Matter of fact, this is probably the last. This is as far as he had to take it, bro. He needs like a chip on his shoulder. How else is he gonna get this eighth one? <laughs> I'm so serious, bro. Yeah, and I'm and because uh, all this drama going on behind the scenes, I'm doubling down on Tom Brady. <laughs> right. And St. Louis, uh, St. Louis fans discount said, What do you think is the biggest flop in the top 20 this year? Oh, good question. I think it's gonna be Swift. Um, let's see. I'm still thinking. Damn, I hate to say it could be like Javante because there's a world where like Melvin Gordon doesn't get hurt. And you know me and Javon, and it is a split because they both look good. So it's just like week to week, it's frustrating. And we drafted him, so it's not that he's a bust that he doesn't produce, but he's a bust that we're drafting him in high end RB two territory, thinking that we, we might get a like a, a back end RB one out of him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, that that could be that could be fucking annoying. Yeah, for sure. And uh, Nick in the house, what up? So what up, Huss and Bogey? Uh, what do you think about uh, Gabe Davis, Damian Pierce, both my flex options? Um, I'm going Gabe Davis for week yeah, one. I, I want to be a part of the shootout. Yeah, and like Gabe, um, I think uh, Jalen Ramsey's going to be on digs, and they got rid of their they got rid of Darius Williams, bro. So their secondary corner, yeah, I don't know who it is, bro. Yeah, who it's going to be a rookie maybe, or a young guy or a vet that I don't know. I don't give a fuck about. So I'm starting Gabriel Davis for real. Get it. <laughs> And uh, um, the J Air Bangers, what up? Said, so do we think Osborne is a sneaky uh, stash in deep leagues because stealing can't stay healthy? Uh, I mean, 
kind of, but I'm not super stoked about ever really playing Osborne. What's see, here's the thing that's what's really it's you got to look at the games that's like you think it's gonna be a shootout. You know what I mean? Uh huh. Because then 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 I'll be okay. You know, is it gonna be one of those forty pass attempt games for for uh, Kirk Cousins? You know what I mean? Right. Then, then I'll be okay with it. Otherwise, how about this? Um, this is gonna sound stupid, but the fact that they bring in Jalen, they bring in Jalen Rager. Did they trade for him? Yeah, they did. Yeah, that means something because they want their third to be. You know, that this is a new regime. You right. know, but, um, KJ Osborne's a cool story because he was like a cap guy that, like, you know, like an undrafted guy. He worked his way up and he got made his way onto the team. He's a cool story, but that was a cool story with the last regime. You know what I mean? Right. So that's that's the one thing. It's like I was on board with the KJ Osborne shit. You know what I mean? Give me someone who's opposite of a, you know, you know the unaccounted for guy when it comes to, you know, Thielen and um, Jefferson being the focal points for defenses, right? But otherwise, yeah, I would have been with it, but because now they got they got the Rager there. Rager, for what it's worth, Eagles are dumb. Maybe shouldn't have drafted him in the first round, but he's still a first round receiver, and they they gave up something for him. So, yeah. Yeah, Rager, Rager might be the stash. I'll stash them both if I have a deep, if I have enough bench, especially if you're in a deeper league. Like, well, what else? What do you got to lose? Yeah, Mike in the house. What up, bro? What it right. do? Question from t- uh, Twitch: Would you start uh, Stafford or Rogers this Stafford. week? Yeah, so we I'll got start Stafford. Stafford versus the Bills, and who's Rogers guy? Vikings. I'm not mad at that either, but like, I mean, can't, how about this? Rogers for floors, Stafford for ceiling, and I'm always going to probably go ceiling. Yeah, I, I'm going. I'm going Rogers, and he's not going to be Darren Rogers week one. Like he's coming out, he's coming out swinging. We know he's going on his shoulder. Yeah, I want. I'm, I'm, I'm. You know, I'm with you. I don't disagree, but I, I, I'm, if, if everyone's worried about Stafford's elbow, this is the this is the help this is going to be week one, and he's going to come out swinging. They're the champions, bro. I'm. Just, I'm the prime prime time the lights is on the boys are back together bro let's go i'm i'm fuck the rams first of all but i'm just saying you know what i mean back on you crispy man every time you're saying things i'm just thinking about uh, different drops that we could get boys are back in town right <laughs> i mean shit everything's a drop b i know we just yeah we need more we need someone Let's to help go us BBS. Audio drops. <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> right we just need me at all all right, let's see. What what else we got? We've been rocking for a little while. I'm trying to think. Anything else that we should talk about? Anyone else have any questions? There's still a group of people who are on watching right now. Yeah, when we're rocking. Song, hit that like button. Yeah, we got to start getting a crazy amount of likes on uh, on these videos. Got to start pushing it because that's how more people are going to find us. You feel me? What's today? Tuesday? Today's okay. Tuesday. A shitload of fucking got a shitload of um, drafts tomorrow, right? That tomorrow's oh, you got a shitload every day. Yeah, we got uh, we got two going down right now that are like slow-ish drafts, and then yeah, I gotta find a motherfucking somebody. Somebody just dropped out of the TFL. That shit's annoying the fuck out of me. I had it all filled and ready to go. Yeah, man, and then you're gonna force me to play on the Yahoo one. Hold on, bro. You know what I'm saying? This ain't, this ain't for, I ain't forced to nobody. Okay? <laughs> Damn it, I know. I ain't I forced to nobody. I fucking hate Yahoo. 
<sighs> Me too. God damn it. I hate it's a good league though. It's a good money league. I know it is. You know what I mean? I had a few more of those too, but those are like <clears throat> I didn't mind substituting those for out for just, you know what I mean, some hustle leagues. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because the, the other ones too, it's like, man, you gotta I gotta find people, find generous that are you know what I mean? Like you got a nice system going. <laughs> I get and I get to compete. It's, you know what I mean? Love it. Oh no. <laughs> of course, then I knock over myself. Yeah, man. I knock That's... over my soda trying to clean up. So, uh, if anyone has any last minute questions, throw them in right now. And uh, Derek said, uh, Lazard new injury. So, well, we don't know the extent of uh, of the injury just yet. Hopefully, we hear more. Um, by FNT, uh, that's at uh, one o'clock West Coast time, four Eastern, every single uh, weekday, Monday through Friday. Yeah. Um, hopefully, we hear more about that today. We're for sure going to hear it about tomorrow because uh, um, injury reports coming out for Week One on Wednesday. Yes, it's gonna go crazy, man. Oh it's, yeah, I, man, I hate that. And when, when in a couple of my leagues, I was feeling so strong for months. I, you know, about my match, if I get to week one, I'm like, oh, man. Because I'm dealing with all the bullshit. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's a good sign. The fantasy guys always make it rough for me. Wouldn't have it any other way. You know what I mean? All right. Well, let's get the hell up out of here. Appreciate you guys uh, rocking with us. And uh, J2Nice said, need two for this weekend. AJ Brown, Keenan Allen, or Debo? Damn. <laughs> Uh, uh, two out of the three: AJ Brown, Keenan Allen, Debo. Keenan Allen, Keenan Allen, and and um and AJ Brown, because uh, just just based on Debo's dealing with a, we'll, we'll talk about it on FNT later. But Debo's dealing with a, he's dealing with like a bone bruise, but it's like in the back of the knee. It's like insane. It's like how like, yeah. And uh, not and not to stack trio right there either either way so. Yeah, dope options to have. And uh, Derek said, "How about Ertz?" So we, we, we need to hear more about Ertz. It might might come Wednesday. tomorrow. Yeah, uh, yeah, might yeah. come tomorrow. Finding out. For what it's worth, I heard about this calf. About I heard about this calf about maybe three or four weeks ago. Yeah. So for what it's worth, it's been it's been three or four weeks. I feel I, I, I would be I feel okay about it. Yeah. It, as long as he's practicing in a limited fashion. You know I mean, and then, then, then it, you know, just back in routine and Friday, he's a full go, then, then we're okay. You know what I mean? I mean, imagine if he's hurt, you know, who's going to be available for targets. I mean, shit, Rondell's banged up right now. Marquise is a little banged up. So it's like you said, it's going to be AJ Green might even be my man, Antoine uh, Wesley. Can you imagine that? Like we're already looking at guys like this week one, like <laughs> these deeper leagues. You know what I mean? Like, hey, college got to throw to somebody. Or could be just James Conner all day, right? Who, who are they playing? Are they playing the Chiefs? Yeah. Oh, it's going to be a shootout. Game. It's going to oh, be a yeah. shootout. And uh, Mike said, got that draft going down at eight tonight. Might oh. have to uh, stick with the eight-man team if I don't get another person. Yeah, and uh, five o'clock's not going to work for me because that's Noble. Noble's got his first T-ball game tonight and uh, starts at 530. So I, I, I can't do any drafts during that time because I got to get a bunch of videos going of them. And uh, Austin, said, Austin said, if I package Bateman and ETN, uh, what type of player could I get? Well, first, you gotta, Harris. 
Yeah, first you got to find out who likes a guy who likes those those guys. The combination of the both of of both, because that's really what's hard. Is you got to find. <laughs> you see me? I got excited. Go get Harris. <laughs> I'm not like, yeah, go send it out. Like, who knows? If I mean, shit, go get pick. Jonathan Taylor. Fucking anytime I'm thinking about it, I'm just gonna try to get the best player possible. And I start working my way down. Yeah, see, Bogey will have you sending out like a million trades. I'll have you like looking for like <laughs> a few uh, managers, you know, that you want to target, but. Just target target someone who's got like you know two RBs, um, right? At, two RBs at the top that you could steal one of those guys from, and uh, and that's really where it's at. And then maybe they take ETN and Bateman back for them. And right. You gotta get, and you got to get a lot better than ETN. If ETN's a top twenty guy, you got to shoot for someone who's like a top ten guy. All right. So let's get up out of here. Appreciate you guys rocking with us. FNT back in uh what's that about three hours from now so make sure you're back and then we got a live draft tonight for one of my patented three qb leagues is going down week one it is here about a little more than 48 hours away can't wait let's get this is not a drill this is not a drill this is a real thing all right peace out everybody hold up can we just smoke up time? So credit card bill.